0: Welcome to Dad Factors, and today on the show, we got a darn good show for you today.
1: <laughs> a darn good A one. darn
0: good show. Um, and we'll get to that in just a
1: minute, but first, let's get that quote of the week. Okay, so it's sent in by Jesse, and the quote's actually a video from um, Andy from The Office, and hear what he has to say.
0: I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days
1: before you've actually left them. Which is, uh, I mean, it's true. I mean, I I have uh, many good old days, but you don't know that you're living those good old days. Experiences,
0: yeah. Yeah. Darn good, good old day experiences. In fact, some of the guests on the show, we've relived some of those for me, Mm -hmm. you know. If you live in the Coeur d'Alene slash Spokane area and you need your windows cleaned, give Brandon's Window Cleaning a call. They offer window cleaning service, pressure washing, rain gutter cleaning, and roof moss removal. Brandon's Window Cleaning does a great job and they can be found at brandonswindows.com. That's B-R-A-N-D-O-N-S-W-I-N-D-O-W-S dot com. And while you're getting your windows cleaned, Have yourself a beer. Yeah, relax with a nice cold one from Wallace Brewing Company. Wallace Brewing Company has the finest craft beers that I've ever tasted. I drink it, I give it to my guests on the show, and they love it. They have the Vindicator IPA, the 660 India Style Pale Lager, the Select Lager, the 1910 Black Lager, and my personal favorite, the Red Light. They got this Brewmaster Jack up there.
1: Dude knows what he's doing.
0: Yeah, puts his stuff together, and it tastes fantastic. Next time you're at the grocery store, pick yourself up a six-pack. You will not be disappointed. And as always, Wallace Brewing Company reminds you to drink responsibly.
1: What's your best good old day experience? Oh, I don't know about best good old day experience, but like...
0: One of the most memorable that you can think of right now, because I just...
1: Yeah. um Okay, so uh, when I lived in Italy, how um, easy it was to travel, right? And then uh, the people that were in your life at that time, right? Like, so... Uh, I have a buddy that we went to Prague together and uh I remember we it was super late at night and uh we found like these posters and I don't know why, but I remember like sword fighting in the middle of Prague <laughs> with these posters. <laughs> Sounds maybe stupid, but I mean, it was awesome when it happened and it's funny like that you can pull that back. You know, there's so many things, so much stuff that happens in your life and you know, yeah, knowing that that was like the good old days, just being able to pack up a backpack as a single dude and head out. Yeah. Now I got kids and wife and they like to, they, they're a lot longer. You got to, you you need at least twice as long to travel. What would you, <laughs>
0: what do you think they would do if you packed up a, a backpack and were like, I'm out, I'll be back in two <laughs> yeah.
1: weeks. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say that I've left more than most, right? Cause like deployments and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But if I was just like, Hey, I'm doing this solo trip. See ya. Like I, I imagine there'd be uh I'm going a lot of no's through Russia. <laughs> oh is that what you think? <laughs> no, you're not. But speaking of that, so I met a guy and we can get this later, but uh I met a guy last week that um traveled alone. Did the Trans Siberian train? Yeah. In Russia by himself and I I've traveled I would say more than most there's no friggin' way I would ever go to Russia by myself and he did and his, yeah when I talked to him about it he's like well I figured like friends and stuff they was like slow me down so I just said screw it, I'm going by myself that's freaking crazy yeah why but, yeah <clears throat> but I um when it comes to Russia, because I was actually thinking about going to Russia, same friend, right? That I was over there with. Um, we were looking at going to Russia, but it t- it's such a long process, right? At least it was a long process. Now I'm sure with like the internet and stuff um, being as accessible as, as it is now, it's probably easier. But um, before you had to do everything by mail. Now I think it's a online application and stuff. Maybe it's faster, but uh, you have to tell them when you're coming like you have to apply to go to russia it's not like a country you could just show up at so you have to apply you have to send i guess a loose based itinerary of where where you're going Mm. and you have to be invited now your invite i guess is pretty like it's it sounds like what but uh the tour company right you book a tour of like i don't know i want to see this city (laughs) they'll invite you Mm. so it's just like a formality Right. But yeah, he uh took the train through Russia. Stopped. He said it wasn't like you would think. He thought he was buying a pass where you can get off the train, get on the train, um, you know, stay in whatever city that you found that you liked and then get on the next train. He said it's uh it's the one train. So if the one train leaves you, you have to buy a whole new ticket. Oops. Yeah. So. But yeah, he said uh, he met but it would stop in cities
0: for, like, a couple hours or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I think he stopped stopped, uh, stopped several times. But I think one, he said he stayed at a hotel a couple times. So I imagine that, you know. I think he said the longest day he was on the train was, like, four or five days. Huh. But said he met some cool people that spoke English. Uh, they were, like, from, I think he said France and, like, one from Spain or whatever. But they were only on the train for, like, the first three days. He's like, it was cool, but after a while... Just staring out a train window, it all looks the same. Yeah. Oh, well, go, why'd you do that? He says, oh, it's just on my bucket list things I wanted to do.
0: Take a train through Russia by yourself. Yeah, I mean he
1: basically went. Does he speak Russian? No, no. He had Google Translate, and if there was no Wi-Fi, he didn't have service. <laughs> but um, guess you're not getting no
0: breakfast this morning.
1: Yeah, that thing I guess goes all the way across uh, Russia, you know, lengthwise. So wow, yeah. I mean, it's cool. There no, you know. I'm out. Right. I would, uh, he said, I go, well, if you did it, would you ever do it again by yourself? He said, absolutely not. He said he would definitely go with, with people. He said, it'd be a lot more fun with people. He said, traveling alone, people look at you, not only weird cause you're American, right? Cause Americans, it's just not common to be over there. He said, uh, they also look at you like you're a weirdo. Like, why are you here by yourself? Right. So
0: then again, it could work in your favor. They're like, Ooh, don't mess with that guy.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think so. He's here by I don't think himself. that ever works out. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't think that ever works out. I think it, when you're rolling solo, you're almost always looked at like you're a potential victim. Yeah, target. Yeah. But yeah. Interesting dude. Not something I would ever do.
0: Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. Out. Yeah. We, O-U-T. I'm out on that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. how was your vacation?
1: It was good. So, we, uh, we left here, post falls. And our ultimate destination by car was San Diego, which is if you drive straight through, it's like twenty-three hours. Okay. <clears throat> so we uh we left at like ten o'clock at night. And my wife drove first, and she drove until like one thirty or something like that. And then um Why I tried to sleep And then I took over She drove to like Pasco I think And then I took over And we drove to Crater Lake Oregon Which is southern Oregon Hmm. That was our first stop And I I remember Crater Lake When I was a kid That's the only time I've been there It was I don't know Like 10 or 12 Or something like that And uh, I remember It was awesome right It's a volcano With a lake in it Mm -hmm. And it's still A volcano With a lake in it It's got like An island Out in the middle Right Or something Yeah yeah. yeah. But um it turns out in what month are we in? May. May, there's still freaking snow everywhere. There was like <laughs> five feet of snow up there, man. <laughs> and that's that's probably being on the conservative side. There's probably more like six or seven feet. Damn. Nothing was open, right? Because we got there at like seven AM. Nothing opened until like ten or eleven. <laughs> and so <clears throat> there's nothing to do, right? We got out, looked at the lake, and we're like Neat. And got back in the car and drove away, right? Yeah, cold. Yeah, all you could do. And my family, my uh, wife and daughters are not not fans of the cold. And so then we we drove down. We wanted to see the Redwoods, right? Because that's where I was. uh, I moved up here when I was eight. (laughs) And... uh, that's where, Northern California is where I was from, right? And so, uh haven't seen the Redwoods since then. So, we drove down there and we went to this, uh, I forget what it's called, but it's uh, all about like Paul Bunyan.
0: Oh, but That's, the iconic one that you could drive a car through. That fell over. Fell over a couple yeah. of years ago, yeah.
1: Yeah, because I looked that up, but mm-hmm. yeah. I, I went through it when I was a kid. I remember that. Yeah. But um, we went to this uh, Paul Bunyan thing. It's all about Paul Bunyan, which was cool. And uh, everything's carved. Huge trees, right? And uh, I don't know, I want to say it was like 20 bucks to get in a person or something like that, but uh, pretty, pretty cool Um, trails and stuff that you go through and there's huge wood carvings everywhere, you know, out of old redwoods and there's like different kinds of trees that you get to see and stuff, but they have a uh, um, ropes bridge section, right? Which is a newer thing. And so, <laughs> my eight-year-old daughter, not a not a fan of heights. I'm not a fan of heights, right? And I've tried conquering my fears. I've done skydiving and bungee jumping and paragliding and parasailing. I still don't like heights, right? Not my not my jam. Well, <clears throat> so my t- uh, my twelve or twelve my ten-year-old uh, kid is like, yeah, I want to do that. I'm like, all right, well. Let's start climbing these stairs, right? So you're climbing these stairs, going up to this tree platform, and it's pretty, pretty high up there, right? But it's,
0: but it's stairs, right? It's not like you're climbing a ladder.
1: You're not climbing a ladder. Yeah. No, it is stairs attached to a tree. Okay. And, um, and I mean, it's it's, it's safe, ish. It's secure, right? It's not. The the stairs are not swinging. Okay. And then uh, you get to the first bridge, which I thought there was only one bridge there's not there's like 10 or 15 bridges <laughs> right so I was just concentrating on okay just gotta make it across this you know so I'm holding my eight-year-old's hand and my 10-year-old's just off by herself right and um so it's basically two cables with we'll just say like two by fours across the the cables um so it's a flat floor but it swings and shifts a little bit and then there's uh like cargo not yeah uh, like rope netting over the top of the, um, like a tunnel almost, okay. but you can see through it. And, uh, <clears throat> so I'm just like, okay, just look straight ahead, look straight ahead, straight ahead. And, uh, my eight year old is just, she's terrified, but she's going with me. Right. She's, she's like, okay, just, just keep walking. Just keep walking. Just keep walking. Right. And, uh, I'm like, well, look at that. We made it, you know? And then I look and there's, cause you make it to another tree. Right. And I'm looking for the stairs down and there's not, there's another bridge. And I was like, what the fuck? I don't, I don't uh, uh. And so um, it starts heading, I don't know, like if you were facing the first bridge, it starts heading off to the right, right? And there's all these, you look and there's just all these bridges all over the place and, the, and then you can tell they go down and finally t- they can take the stairs down. But um, they go off, like I said, off to the right. Well, the trees are on a hill, on a hillside. So the further off you go off to the right, I mean you're going down in elevation just a, a little bit. But you're going higher in elevation because the mountain that you're on, right, is dipping down and you're staying straight.
0: Oh yeah, right. Yeah. So and so <laughs> essentially yeah, it gets deeper. Yeah, yeah, be- yeah. beneath you. Yeah, yeah, beneath you.
1: Yeah. And so yeah, but my uh 8-year-old she did the whole thing. I mean she was getting sick of it by the end like how many more you know but um uh, she wasn't crying or anything but she was terrified but she faced her fears I was super proud of her and then my 10-year-old um I mean, she's just like yeah heights don't really bother me you know like which is true because she's done like several rope rope courses and mm-hmm. stuff you know or but uh
0: did yeah she, so that was cool Did she do it too?
1: Yeah yeah she was in front she oh. was she was running by I mean not running but she was Quickly, going faster than me and the eight-year-old, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so then we finished up there. Um, It was pretty cool. They have some Bigfoot, like, stuff, you know? And uh, then we headed to my childhood home in McKinleyville, which is in Eureka, California, just to see, you know, if I remember it. And I do. It was pretty cool. Like, it wasn't a run-down place like I was figuring it was going to be. It was actually fairly okay i mean really nice and uh so my kids saw that they thought that was pretty cool and um that's a that's the home that i it's <laughs> funny i think i was like four or five right i uh was at home with a a girl who was the same age as me and my parents would always babysit us and her parents would always babysit us right my parents were very close friends and uh, my mom, I think it was a Wednesday, my mom went to church, right? And church was down the road about a mile. And uh, apparently my dad told us that he was going to go work in the garage. It was a detached garage. And we were playing in the room, whatever, and uh, one day, uh, or one day, uh, we were playing in the room, and then we come out to ask my parents something, and none of them are, we can't find anybody, right? Well, we didn't check the, the garage, and... um So I'm like, I don't know what happened, but I know my mom's at church, right? And so I'm like, I'm going to go get her, (laughs) right? And uh, this girl, I I go, here's my, here, have some cowboy boots. So I give her cowboy boots, right? I'm like five or something, right? And I'm like, if anybody comes and tries to take you, kick them really hard, (laughs) right? And it's night. Okay. It's nighttime. And uh, I run to church, which was like a mile away by myself, right? Well, and I get there, I'm not strong enough to go through the main entrance doors. Oh, So, um, I bang on the, like the, um, where like the assembly is like the the congregation sits, you know, the pastors right there looking at the congregation and there's doors there and I'm just beating the shit out of those doors. Right. (laughs) And so like the pastor stops his sermon, goes over, answers the doors and there I am. My mom's like, what, what? (laughs) And so, yeah, anyways, it turns out, um, the, the girl that uh, I was being babysit with, she got impatient and she ran after me Well, she ran like 10 minutes later and she didn't know where church was. So, um, anyways, we stopped at the church, right? We stopped at the church. Uh, she was found. Yeah, of course she was found. She was right off the road. She hung a right where like or one right too soon to get to the church. But I mean, uh, it's not a huge city, but I mean, it's a city, you know? Yeah. And, uh. So we stopped there and then we stopped at the church. I'm like, yeah, I ran all the way here when I was younger than you guys, you know, just showing the kids. So it's kind of cool. And then, uh, we went to San Francisco and I haven't been to San Francisco since I was little. Right? I've never been there. All right. So, <laughs> so my wife, cause I'm like, we're going to go to San Francisco. We're gonna get a hotel. Right. Cause I can only like, we left at night. We got to San Francisco at night. It was like, I don't know nine o'clock right Eight thirty, 30 and uh, my wife's like oh there's a good deal on this hotel um it's a la quinta and um she's like it's over by the airport though so whatever it's because i don't care about hotels right they're a place to sleep and uh as long as you don't pick up bed bugs, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As long as the room's not crawling, I'm fine. Or I'm not worried about my car getting broke into, right? Not a terrible right. Area. But anyways, so I'm like, okay, well, how do we get to the airport? And so she guides me. So first thing we do is we cross the Golden Gate Bridge, which was cool at night. And uh, once we cross, um, we had to hang our right. And it was one of those roads that you see like on movies where you're, it is the steepest paved road I have ever been on in my life.
0: And the houses are built on it. And
1: people are parking on it, right? And you can't, like, I don't know how that's not a huge safety thing. If there was a person in front of my car, I probably couldn't see them. For a very long ways, right? Because the nose of your car is blocking your vision. Oh. That's how high it is. But then you have to stop. There's always stop signs. So that was our first, like, San Francisco road. Freaked my wife out. Kids didn't like it, right? And so we get to the hotel. Hotel was cool. And then the next day we uh, we uh did a – I wanted to go to Alcatraz, right? But we couldn't. Um All the tours were, like, booked. You had to book them. A month or two in advance And Oof. we didn't do that So we downloaded this app It was a Like San Francisco road Tour guide Which is cool um, My wife saw the The full house house That was probably her highlight of, Oh really like San Francisco Yeah Yeah that's cool um, But the tour was really cool Like we went on Like this super windy road Up at the top of the mountain And uh, Got really close to the Golden Gate Bridge Like on the bottom side of it it was just cool. Like it was, a, it was a good time. Um, Did you try to swim to Alcatraz? No. Yeah, it turns out those waters are pretty much infested with sharks. So no, <laughs> not doing, not doing that. Um, but it was pretty cool. Like the um, the driving tour, you know, has talked about like how San Francisco has always been on the cutting edge of pushing what's accepted. And I'm like, well, that's I'm like true, you know. It's very true, San Francisco has always been pushing i mean I mean from everything, push the limit, yep, always pushing the limit, and so from there, then we drove to um San Diego, and our final des- well not our final decision for the south we were going was um San Diego Zoo, mm. and so we did the San Diego Zoo for two days, which was really cool um sadly, some of the stuff wasn't uh open because of covid but uh two days is plenty of time to cover the zoo i remember we went before when i was like 23 and uh didn't have a family or anything and one day wasn't enough to cover the whole zoo but uh two days with kids and stuff is adequate right it's a good time big zoo gorillas yeah all kinds all kinds of monkeys um well, I, I would say probably my most memorable thing at the San Diego Zoo was uh, <clears throat> we were at the baboon, at the baboons, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, those are pretty big, you know? And they were all females. And then here comes this male baboon. Got this, you know, just blue and red face. God, that thing has to be twice as big as a female. Yeah. Ugly, looking mean, showing fangs. I was like, good God, dude. Was just he like of- baring his teeth? He wasn't really baring his teeth, but, I mean, like, you know, when he's yawning. Yeah. <laughs> why do you have fangs, man? Like, <laughs> I don't understand why monkeys have fangs. <clears throat> defense, I guess. I don't know.
0: Yeah, they don't eat meat, do they? No.
1: Hmm. Nope. So.
0: Got to be defense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But pretty cool. I mean, the, the zoo is pretty cool. And then on the way back up, we went to uh, uh, Santa Barbara Park area uh, to see that buddy that was actually I was just talking about. Um we were sword fighting in Prague Oh Nice See him and his family and stuff They're getting ready to take off Getting stationed overseas So uh, Yeah then uh, We stayed there until um, I think 5 o'clock And then we took off And it was 19 hour, 19 hours home Jeez But my kids did it like troopers man They were fine Yeah Yeah I think there's something to Driving at night Letting your kids sleep You know why you covered the most mileage Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> So that was cool. Um, I would not do that again though. Like I did not, um, really enjoy sitting for that long. Right. driving, but it's not
0: enjoyable and you get dehydrated and then, but you're, you're afraid to drink water, right? Because you don't want to
1: stop. Yeah. You don't want to stop. Um, but I will say this, we rented a car that had adaptive cruise control. Yeah. Right. Which my cars don't have. And, uh, Oh, I got another funny story. Uh, um, it is awesome as in like for traffic. So it auto breaks, right? Auto slows down, auto gets going. So for traffic, I had my cruise control set at 91, right? Which is scooting right along, but not as fast as some. And then, uh, I mean, we'd be in stop and go traffic and the cruise control just set at 91 and it goes by itself. I'm like, and it's like the it was- Honda Civic. I mean, it was a Ford, Ford fusion the Ford Fusion Titanium was the car. But I mean like this is like a Honda Civic of the Tesla world. I'm like I can only imagine how nice it is not even to have to like steer, right? right? Yeah. Like this had like the lane assist which would like kind of bump your steering wheel, but it doesn't drive itself, right? But uh on our way down there to San Diego, right? We're on the last leg, we're like 10 minutes away from San Diego. <clears throat> I'm in the carpool lane. And it's been traffic and like I said, my cruise control set at 91, I had to set it at 91 all the way down there and all the way back. And, uh, <clears throat> some people would blow by me. I mean, they gotta be doing one twenty, Right. And it's not like one, it happened a lot. Right. And 91, sometimes I'd have to like get out of the carpool lane so people could blow by me or whatever. And, um, out of the fast lane, people blow by me, uh, and sometimes people would be going a little bit slower, right? But that was pretty much average. Well, when we, when we got real close to San Diego, like traffic went away, right? <laughs> and my wife is sleeping in the car. Kids are all sleeping. Like I said, doing 91. And I uh, we're like 15 minutes away from the hotel. And I look over at my right. I'm in the carpool lane. Look over my right, so the fast lane. Because this car came flying up next to me. And then it just started pacing me which was weird and so I look over and from the reflection of the streetlights, I see California Highway Patrol and I'm like oh shit right so <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh. right so I I said it loud enough where I woke up my wife and she's like what's up and she looks over she's like oh how fast are you going oh no right and I'm like all right so in my car like when I drive to work right I can essentially rapid ta- rapid tap the um, speed down right and it just slows down my car gradually right well in this car this rental car that we had I rapid tap, it turns the thing all the way off, right? So I go from like 90 to like 70, you know, like <laughs> it's like I slam on my brakes almost and uh, didn't get pulled over though, but I got caught probably three times, never got pulled over doing, I, I mean, he was pulled up next to us pacing us and I think he was just counting heads, making sure there was more than two of us yeah. in the carpool lane, but yeah.
0: Cause he was going to pull you over. I don't for know how, I mean, double whammy, like,
1: like when I, did. when I went down there, when I was like 23, um, we were doing like a hundred, and people were blown by us, including cops, and no one was getting pulled over for speeding. So I don't know at night how much California really cares about speeding.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that either. I do know the the little bit I've driven in California is mostly <laughs> around L.A. area. Yeah, but um, the, those guys drive like they got somewhere to go, and I like it.
1: Yeah, I like it. But I will say this about California drivers too. They're they're way more considerate than the drivers up here. Like they'll let you in. You know, you turn on your blinker, they'll let you in here. Yep. Ain't no way letting you in. You no, know? <laughs> no. You know,
0: in fact, I sat at a um, at a loc- one of the local lights over here off a of prairie mm-hmm. um, the other day, and I had to get over, and I sat. I had to get over to turn. I think, uh-huh. and I had my blinker on, and I sat there, and. And and like these cars are inching past me, right? Because it's the right turn lane and the other lane stop. My lane is stopped essentially. And I start easing my nose out there and people are still going around me and passing me. Mm. And I was like, dude, that is not, that's not (laughs) the area that I live in. Okay. And I don't know, maybe they all had somewhere to go or whatever, but, or maybe it's just my dumb luck. But I, like 10 cars went, went just in, in, and they were going around the tip of my truck. Oh my gosh
1: frustrating
0: very frustrating i mean i see somebody's blinker i let them in yeah okay yep. i i if i don't oh my bad right yeah. but if but if they're especially if they're nosed out and i see their blinker oh yeah i'm stopping hmm. i'm gonna let them in hmm. but no, no 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 yeah
1: yeah but the, i mean the zoo was cool we had a lot of fun uh we had told our kids, of course, where we were going before. Like, you know, sometimes we don't do that and surprise them or whatever. But we wanted them to be able to plan, right? So my one kid wanted to see pandas, but San Diego got rid of their pandas, came back to China, like in 2017 or 18, something like that. And, uh, <clears throat> but they still had red pandas. So she wanted to see red pandas. And, uh, so it was cool to be able to see them. And then, uh, um, it was fun to, because the zoo's all about you know buying merchandise, right? Right. And uh, <clears throat> my eight year old, they didn't have pandas, but she really wanted like this panda purse, which she wanted getting. But uh, it was cool trying to teach them, you know, like hey, well you can buy it now, but you're going to walk around with that the whole time, and if you leave it, we're not getting another one. And then watching her have patience to get it to the next day, you know, at the end of the day something to look forward to. It's kind of cool. But it also makes you know you don't you're not buying the first thing you see, which right. this was like one of the first things that she saw. Yeah. So.
0: Well, inevitably if you buy the first thing that you see, especially as a kid, then the next day you're going to see something else that yeah, you Yeah, see something more. cooler right. that
1: had or that had that toy and another toy, you know, mm-hmm. like combined. Yeah. But uh yeah, it's cool. I mean they got you know everything there. They got polar bears, they got grizzly bears, they got all different kinds of monkeys and uh, a whole, what's it called? Uh, not atrium, but it has tons of birds in it. Whatever that's called, aviary. Ter- a- uh, aviary. aviary, yeah, yeah, yeah almost a terrarium. <laughs> then they got like you know lions and tigers and. Bags. Okay. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. So it's cool. <laughs> so it was would you experience. say
0: that's your your big family vacation for the year?
1: Um, probably not. we kind of did that on a whim right like i knew i had i had my vacation coming up and i was real close to canceling it because my we didn't know um if my kids because she's in like competitive dance and it was her last competition we didn't know what day that was going to be and so it wound up being on saturday i think so we had to be back by friday And uh, so it worked out perfect. Yeah. But we kind of, I mean, we just went down there, like I said, on a whim. We were looking at airline tickets. um, But since he's leaving California, we don't have a reason to go to California anymore. Like we'd normally go see them like once or twice, once a year. And uh, now we don't really have a reason. So I'm like, well, we better really knock out california you know like yeah. we need to go see everything there is to see because we're not going to make any more special trips like we might go to disneyland but that's all right there right yeah disneyland Legoland, that's all right there yeah
0: you can fly into la <clears throat> yeah
1: san Diego. i mean it's an hour and a half two hours away from la right like i'm not going to go rent a car to go to a zoo when i go down there so
0: and then you know go further north and drive across the golden gate Bridge, yeah. which is like yeah. six hours away from la yeah or whatever
1: yeah it's a long ways <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. So we we uh, we knocked it out. I was telling the wife, I'm like, well, that pretty much, like, we've covered. I don't know, from Montana down almost. Mm-hmm. Like There's nothing really for us to see. So, start road trip Coast. wise, yeah. Well, road trip wise, I'm like the next thing to see is maybe like South Dakota, because other than that, like the the Midwest is pretty boring in my mind.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you got Statue of Liberty. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean,
1: you, East Coast, there's a lot of stuff over yeah. the East Coast, yeah. But you got to fly over there. Like, I'm not right. driving, you know. So, as far as road trips, though, I think we nailed it. So, it was cool. Kids are, I mean, old enough where they can hold it, you know. That's a big thing. Um, And like I said, leaving at night with kids, I think, is, if you got, like, some driving to do, mm-hmm. very beneficial. Because they just rack out, you know. Right. We, <laughs> I, made them bring a, I made them bring their sleep masks, you know, they're like beauty queen over their eye. Yeah, you know, masks, and that definitely helps because it you know blacks you out. So, um definitely a travel tip worth having right there. Hundred percent. So, you doing okay there?
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think my headset died for a second. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So- I, I may have hit the power button on it. I'm not positive.
1: Yeah. But no, later later in the year, it's me and wife's uh, ten year anniversary, so we're doing this big cruise. Yeah. And then, uh, as of right now, the plan is we're gonna get off the cruise a little early in uh, Cabo, and my in laws are supposed to bring our kids down to us. Oh, that's cool. <clears throat> and we're supposed to be in Cabo for like seven to ten days, so that'll be our big trip I think for the year. Yeah. Yeah. So. That'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean they they're good flyers. They we didn't know how the the road trip was gonna go and it went really well. Yeah. So that was cool. They didn't complain probably nearly as much as I did, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it was good. It was good. Uh, they brought coloring books, they brought uh their iPads and Yeah, that was that was it. And they stare out the window and talk to each other the rest of the time. So that's cool. That's cool. We do this uh, <laughs> we did this game. We do it here every time we're in the car. We do it, and I read about it a long time ago. And it was uh, every time your kid sees a motorcycle, you're supposed to give them a penny, right? So they say motorcycle one, motorcycle two, motorcycle three, every time they see a motorcycle. And uh, so I've been doing that for years, right? Well, I only gave pennies like the first month right because it just got too like okay well how many did you see uh I don't, yesterday i saw seven and you know whatever so it just got too hard so now it's just a car game that they do and it it's like that for to ingrain in kids like hey when you start driving watch out for motorcycles right and so we do that and then we do police officers you know let's take a break for a second
0: Jason and I want to start a quote of the week, and we want your help. If you have a funny, motivating, or otherwise dastardly quote, hit us up at dadfactors at gmail.com. If you want to or know someone who would be an entertaining guest on the show, you can contact us with the same email. That's
1: dadfactors at gmail.com. If you're enjoying the show and would like to support us, there are a number of ways you can help us out. First, you can give us a five-star rating. Next, you can give us a comment, which is a main way the ranking algorithm works in podcasts.
0: So is that like the rating and the comment? Yeah, yeah that would be the way it both, works out. Absolutely. Like both of them together? Yeah, the combo okay. package if checking, you could. If you
1: could, yeah. Um, and both of, those, both of those help us reach more people. Lastly, if you'd like to buy us a beer, there's a way for you to do that as well. You can go to anchor.com slash dadfactors and click the support link. Now, there, you can buy us uh, some cheap beer, or you can buy us some restaurant-level beer. But either way, we appreciate you listening to the show. And we're back. Back.
0: So, Jason, you were telling me about your vacations and such, and I actually have some, I mean, we road tripped it well, I was, it was right before COVID. I think it was a year before COVID, so maybe 2019. yeah. Summer of twenty nineteen. Yeah, you guys
1: took a road trip. We went to Disney World.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we went. We went on a road trip to um, Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Was the destination right? Um, you know, stop along the way. We uh, apparently in Montana, there's a place you can stop along the I ninety. I didn't know about this prior. Um, it's called the Ringing Rocks. Hmm. You ever heard of that? No. There's a couple locations in the U S. Apparently, and this is one of them, and it's. Um, it's not very far into Montana, if I remember correctly, but, um, yeah, so you pull off, and you needed a four-wheel drive to get up this road. Uh, you, it's about three miles back okay. um, on a gravel road, but the last three-quarters of a mile is pretty bad. I mean, if, I mean,
1: is it, like, ele- elevation bad? Like, can you hike it if you wanted to?
0: You could hike it, but the road is bad. It's, it's no, it's bad, like, rock bad. Like, okay. there's gigantic rocks that are... Embedded in the road that are sticking up six uh, eight inches, okay. you know, and, and it, you take a it's, Yeah, there. it's yeah, it's an oil pan. Take her out. No, gotcha. it's not even. I don't even know if a grater would fix it. Maybe like fourteen inches of topsoil, <laughs> <laughs> gravel or something okay. might fix it. Um, but um, you know, it's kind of hilly and stuff too. It's not mountainous-y by any mm-hmm. means, but it's hilly. And um, so, anyways, there's a did you, you say hike up there. you
1: did say mountainous mountainousy. Yeah, mountainousy. gotcha, yeah. All right. Just hey. Wanna- Just wanna clarify.
0: Okay. It's not (laughs) mountainous. Mountain. Mountainous. Okay. But um you hike up there and well we did, because I didn't want to take out my oil pan. And um
1: Oh, you did hike it? Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, you just walk along the road. But there's a big pile of these round oval, but they're rounded. They're not jagged, right? Okay. Uh type boulders. And there's and they have hammers, like different hammers hanging up. And you take a sledgehammer and you smack the rock. And each rock makes a different tone. And it resonates with a tone. And it's very interesting. And it's just like a big pile of rocks. Um, and if you remove one of them from the pile, it no longer resonates. It's very fascinating. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You so now I'm super confused.
1: Why? Why?
0: I don't know they don't know why
1: they don't know why it's just a mystery yeah yeah
0: they have one there's not like
1: a metal drum in it or something that makes it
0: no they have one for reference like and it's huge it's 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 a big massive pile of these stones but um and there's one off to the side for reference that's not in the pile and you smack and it's like a thud right Mm -hmm. and then you go and you smack one of those other ones and the the hammer like bounces off of them it's really weird and and uh, it goes, boom, and it's,
1: yeah. Are they natural rocks?
0: Yes. Yeah. And there's only a couple locations, I guess, in the U.S. that have that. Yeah. It's very interesting. Like it's when called, I
1: say natural, like do they fit the landscape? Yes. They do? mm mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yep, and it's called the ringing rocks.
1: Because there's like those rocks, you know, that are perfectly round and stuff that are found around the world
0: no they're these aren't perfectly round but they're rounded they're okay. not like jagged corner type so it looks rocks.
1: like a pile of rocks that you smack in it yeah interesting
0: yeah huh. but it's big it's not like a little pile of rocks by any means it's Does it doesn't have to be a hammer big. can
1: you have a like a set of drumsticks
0: I mean, I don't know. I didn't try hitting it with anything wood, but I I would imagine wood wouldn't have quite the impact that you want. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't have the
1: impact of a hammer. Right. I I get it. Yeah.
0: Uh, But, you know, it was was super cool. And um, my youngest one, we started out this road trip. We almost canceled the road trip because he had a fever that year. Um, Pre-COVID. Yeah. Nothing else. Okay, he didn't. He wasn't a super <laughs> spreader. Okay? Was he wearing a mask? Um, but he was not having it, and we drug him up that hill. You know, I don't know about a quarter mile or whatever from where we mm. where we parked, and and um, he just kind of sat there. But the rest of us climbed around the rocks, and yeah, uh, super cool. Yeah, so yeah, we went to Mount Rushmore, spent Fourth of July that year in the midst of the one of the coolest and largest thunderstorms I've ever been in. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, It was massive. And I mean, the wind was whipping and, you know, it was 4th of July. We went down to the park to see this big 4th of July show in Rapid Mm -hmm. City and everything was canceled. We're the only car in the parking lot. We're watching the thunderstorm
1: oh really yeah, yeah. was it canceled because of the thunderstorm yes mm. I, sucks.
0: It, was, it was raining bad i mean you couldn't have launched a firework if you wanted to there was yeah. like streets were shutting down mm. ambulances and fire trucks going everywhere people are getting in wrecks there, there was mm. some parts of the road had a foot of standing water easily maybe oh, more huh. yeah
1: hmm.
0: yeah it was interesting but anyway, anyway cool cool little road trip <clears throat> The reason why I went into that story a little bit is because I wanted to ask you if what do you think the importance is of taking your kids to see stuff like that? Mm. When they're young, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so my uh my parents at least from what I can remember, I mean we've always taken uh vacations. Um but I I specifically remember when we moved up here, my parents uh bought a camper for our truck and um it's like the rv camper you know that goes in the back Mm -hmm. and uh we road tripped i want to say two weeks a year maybe three weeks a year um every year like every year and uh i found uh, you know it brings a lot of memories i guess you know you can say i've been there um the sad thing about, you know, traveling when you're young is that you forget so much. Yeah. You know, but I don't think it's necessarily the seeing things that's important. I think it's the feeling of like doing stuff as a family, mm-hmm. you know. Um, <clears throat> I think it's really important. You know, I, I used to really enjoy like surprising my kids and stuff with uh going on trips and stuff, but I don't think they appreciate it as much as when you tell them and then they can like start researching, you know, and there's a certain age where, where your kids can start doing that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, I think that helps a lot. Like hopefully for memory purposes, because like when I traveled, um, my parents would go all over, but we never, and, and it was harder, um, when I was young, as far as like to research stuff, you know, he had to get an encyclopedia Mm -hmm. or something. Um, but now you can just YouTube and Google and stuff and find out a whole bunch of interesting facts and then go see it for yourself, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, awesome. Um, but, uh, I do think it's really important to, um, travel with kids. Uh, I think it helps them see different things that they wouldn't experience. Um, as the same as like watching a video, you know? Right. Uh, I think it gives them cool stories. It gives them, you know, hopefully it gives them memories, but it's, it's those making memories, making those, the memories of the feelings that they had along the way. That's why I think, you know, it's important to travel, but it's way more important on, uh, um, making it memorable, making it enjoyable. Because traveling can be stressful as shit.
0: Yeah. Well, and especially on the parent, right? <clears throat> yeah. You're the one driving. You're the yeah. one um, that's trying to make it here on mm-hmm.
1: you know at a certain time. And But, I mean, I, I think it's, you know, there's certain things that you should set. That's why I think telling kids now is pretty important. I mean, you might want to surprise your kids like, hey, we're going to go to Disney or something, you know. But uh, as far as like you know, a, a long road trip or go to New York or something, you know, you'd want to tell them so they can – start studying places that they want to go see right right and it's the same with like the parents you need to set those expectations of we're not eating you know two hundred dollar meals every day right some days we're going to be swinging by the old grocery store and getting a lunchable you know like yeah there needs to be those expectations i think put in place prior to the road trip or the the flight or whatever um but yeah no i mean uh it's really fun. It's fun traveling with kids and stuff. Uh, like I said, it's a lot different being a young military guy where you just throw like two T-shirts and a pair of shorts and like, you know, a couple of socks and boxers and a small backpack and you're good to go. Right. Now with kids, you know, I think the younger the kids, the longer it takes. My kids are pretty self-sufficient now where they can pack their own stuff, you know, but, uh, you need like twice as long <laughs> You need twice as long for everything. People are interested in different stuff than you are. You know, your kids want to see different stuff than you'd want to see. Wife wants to spend longer in shopping areas than I want to, you know, spend. Right. Wife likes to sleep longer than I like to sleep in. You know, like I'd like to leave the hotel two hours earlier than we do most days. You know, like, so, yeah, you need – you probably need about twice as long. But the important thing is to try and – I know I need to work on it, but try to be more patient, you know? Yeah. You know, but, uh, yeah, I mean, just make it fun, make it enjoyable. gives your kids a story to tell, you know, but, um, yeah. And I mean, hopefully it, I think one of the worst things that can happen, and I think that's one of the biggest problems that we face right now in, um, in the U S right, is people taking so much stuff for granted, you know, like slow internet is a major problem in the United States. Yeah. Right. Right. Not knowing where you're going to get your next meal is a major problem in other countries, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, <clears throat> I think traveling is the way to see that, you know, like, I mean, I, I feel bad for the people that have never left, you know, a hundred miles away from their hometown. And I know people that are like that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the longest trip, a lot of people I personally know have been on is they've been to the coast, the the West coast. Right. But, three and a half hour drive, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, I think it's very important. I think that, um, it can show your kids like new hobbies, new things to see, you know, like we went to the, one of the things we did while we're were is we went, um, my youngest kid, eight year old is in, uh, in school, online school. Right. And so she did online school while we were on the trip. Okay. And, uh, they're studying geology. And so it was cool going to crater lake Because she was able to see like lava rocks, Mm. you know, and uh, we went to the ocean in uh, that Santa Barbara area, and she was looking at rocks there, you know, sedimentary rocks and stuff. So it was kind of cool to put that, be able to put that stuff into, you know, yeah, you know, work with it,
0: like taking a class field trip, exactly, exactly
1: with your family, yeah. So it was, uh, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, I can say that we travel a lot. We like it. It's probably my my favorite thing to do. It's what I want to do when I retire. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't understand the mentality of people that, uh, like I said, don't, they don't like to go anywhere. You know, they take a vacation and they sit at home. Right. And I think the, the reason for that is, is, um, it's pretty weak, right? Like everyone can afford to put $50 a month away. You Mm -hmm. might not travel as much, as some other people. But you should have, like, some trips planned.
0: Well, even some people that could afford the vacation... Don't. S- ...sit at home.
1: Well, th- yeah, they don't because, yeah. I mean, like... And, and I mean, I, I know people that were like this at one time where uh, they'd rather buy, you know, tangible things than have experiences. Right. You know, like, I need to buy this new TV or whatever, new phone or whatever, rather than plan a trip. But I think a lot of people, they you know, excuses are easy to come by. The reason why you don't travel, you know, it's, uh, you just got to take the time. And I really think like for me and my wife's 10 year anniversary, I've been saving for that for like three years. Wow. You know, like, but it's, it's easy to do these days. I mean, like, um, it's auto deducted from my bank account on the first and the 15th of every month. Right. And so I don't have to remember to do it, you know, like it just is automatically comes out. And so I think that, you know, if you set the, that example as a parent, hopefully you instill different perspectives from different locations in your kids, mm-hmm. you know? So, because like I said, you can watch TV all day, but you don't feel what it's like, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I could watch the Discovery Channel <laughs> about, you know, animals mm-hmm. all day. Yeah. But there's nothing quite like going to a zoo. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, and seeing that, it Yeah,
1: but I will say this <laughs> when it comes to zoos I mean they're awesome don't get me wrong at all they are awesome but I am much more of an aquarium kind of guy really these days yeah I don't know why I think you know underwater is just a whole different world yeah. I guess um, but yeah I, I don't know I, I, I really like aquariums zoos are cool in their own right don't get me wrong but if I had to pick one it'd be a big ass aquarium nice yeah yeah, little Sea World adventure or something.
0: Yeah, I mean I've been to a couple of big aquariums and they're no joke. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, super awesome stuff. Yeah, absolutely
1: to look at. Yeah, but I mean, I know as a kid. See, I don't think that I went to many zoos or aquariums as a kid. I mean, I know I traveled a lot, but I don't think I went to zoos and stuff.
0: See, know? and I know as a kid we went we went camping and we went on a lot of road trips, mm. but I couldn't tell you where I couldn't tell you where I, like, I remember weird stuff, you know, yeah. like I remember my grandpa um, killing a rattlesnake. Yeah. You know, huh. um, that was kind of close to where we were camping or whatever. Mm. And, um, you know, cause he could hear it. So he seeked it out and yeah. he, he went and he made sure it was dealt with before it dealt with uh-huh. one of us kids. Right. A um, snooping kids. Uh-huh. Right. But, um, and you know and i remember uh camping i don't even know where we're at somewhere north of spokane and and we're in this creek and it was the first time i'd ever seen a crawdad right because i had the i i'd gotten a a set of goggles with the Uh, snorkel right you know and and um and i dove down it was it was probably like six feet deep at at that point or whatever but i saw this and it was a massive crab-looking thing, yeah. right? You know, because I'm a kid, and know uh, yeah, it's probably a little baby uh-huh. crawdad. But um, and I was like, oh my gosh, there's something down there, and yeah. and uh, you know, and then I, that's what I how I learned what yeah. a crawdad was.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, talking about the good old days, mm-hmm. you know, bringing it back. That's definitely you know one of those things. Is I mean, and you wouldn't have got that if you would have stayed at home, right? You know, but I feel like it's the parent's job to. Help the kids you know find their hobbies and find their passions and and stuff, and I don't feel like you get that by staying in the same area. I know many people that I went to high school with that like I said, haven't traveled, but you know what they did do uh what their parents did they hunt a lot, they fish a lot mm-hmm. they camp a lot you know um which if that makes them happy you know that's awesome you know I mean you can spend a ton of money in hunting you can spend a ton of money in camping and so yeah, I mean you'll you'll do what's important, I guess, but it's I think it's a parent's job to really try to diversify what they show their kids. Yeah, actually. and traveling. I mean, there's not much more that you can do to show your kids like different areas of the world, different areas of the states mm-hmm. when it comes to traveling. So yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Same year we went to Canada. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, a double vacation year for us, which yeah. almost never happens. Yeah. And um, at least for us, but. um, yeah, and we wanted to. It's a ski resort town, um, Whistler, uh-huh. Canada. Yeah, and and the kids loved it. You know, it was summertime, right? Yeah. So the village, I mean, shops were open and stuff, and it was super cool. But mm-hmm. I, so I would go. It, I, I've noticed this about myself when I'm on vacation. I will get up super early in the morning and go for a walk, mm. like four or five mile walk, mm. right? Nothing mm. super. Small. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's not like around the block, but, Mm -hmm. you know, so I'd get up and walk around the square and I, you know, my watch recording all my steps and I, I'd have, I don't know, three, four times, 10 times on some days, Mm -hmm. the amount of steps that I normally have in a day, you know, and I just, I feel better Mm. and, uh you know it doesn't matter if the vacations in vegas i, I get up and i go for a walk yeah you know
1: my uh <laughs> when we were in san francisco talking about being like fit and walking places you know is uh we were there and i'm like i was telling the wife i'm like god you don't see like any like big people right and like no like <laughs> super overweight people there and my wife's like well yeah I'm, like The elevation, like if you lived on one of these roads where your house, you know, you had to walk down a hill to go get your groceries, like you'd really sit at home and be like, you know what? I'm not that hungry. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. (laughs) But I mean, they talk about like, uh, in, when I lived in Europe, they would say that the average American walks, uh, God, I want to say it was like three miles a day that don't quote me, but it was something like that. Right. I think it was under three miles a day. But the average European walks like eight to eleven. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, huh. Well.
0: Yeah, like yeah. triple.
1: Different yeah, different lifestyles for mm-hmm. sure. You know?
0: Yeah, and, and the food, like when we were up in Canada, yeah. was just I, I remember I took my kids, um, we weren't trying to eat out a lot. We were on a mm-hmm. kind of a budget, but I took my kids out for a breakfast sandwich. I was like, Oh, this little coffee shop looks cool and stuff. And I gotta tell you, that is the best breakfast sandwich I have ever oh, nice. ever had and it was literally it was like bacon, tomato, mayo and egg yeah. and cheese but Something fairly healthy. But the products that they put on it you know are uh, different than what we're used to eating yeah. it tasted better it was super awesome I, I felt energized after I ate and not tired right yeah. and it was yeah and my kids oh my gosh they were like dad we gotta go back there tomorrow mm. and I'm like whoa, whoa, whoa slow down whoa, here okay yeah. at nine bucks a piece you know, we're gonna <laughs> chill out a little bit but
1: Yeah, I remember uh, hanging out with this Italian family when I was over there and um, like true Italians, right? Like not everything had to go through a translator, right? For us to talk. But uh, they they were saying how confusing it is to watch American culture because everything is fast in America. Like that's the way they look. I mean, if you picture like an old school New York Stock Exchange, like how fast people are waving tickets and yelling and stuff. They said that's what they picture America as. But they're like, everything is fast. Your food is fast. You drive fast. Your life is fast. You know, I was like, that's interesting. But the fast food is, I mean, real, right? But in Italy and <clears throat> a lot of other countries, like they take siestas throughout the day, right? Which, yeah. Which to me, I'm like, what do you mean you get to go home and take a nap, right? Like this is this is a joke. But it, I mean, they do that for school and everything, right? But it's not necessarily... Like, looking at it now, it's not a bad thing, right? They, the, uh, talking to this Italian family again, they say that we put our families first. We don't put work first. Hmm. And I'm like, that's not the American way. Right. Right. Our American way is work comes first.
0: And I think most employers expect that. It feels <clears throat> Absolutely. Like, Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. But, I mean, not only does work come first, like, other, a lot of things come second in our lives, right? Like, when they say fast food it's funny you know traveling the easiest and cheapest thing to get is probably the worst for you yeah yeah and so i mean yeah it's like that you know at home right where you're like what are we gonna have today oh i don't know and then it gets so late like your only real option is fast crappy food right but uh yeah i don't know where it's going with that but it's funny, funny seeing other cultures and the way they view. The yeah, absolutely, the US.
0: and and you know, like I was saying, their food is is better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's more wholesome. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what America does to its food, but it's not good.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, different cultures. I mean, the walking a hell of a lot more. Uh, public transportation is like the preferred method of travel. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas over here at least where we are, you know, I mean, big cities, they have decent public transportation, but what do we have? We have a couple buses, you know, are not in the greatest shape Mm -hmm. that I, I wouldn't ride, (laughs) 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 but, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, when, uh, when I get older, my, um, I, that's my thing. I want to travel when I get older, you know, I I don't want to travel fast like I do kind of now, where it's kind of in and out you know you like we probably could have spent a week in san francisco Mm -hmm. you know just that area um in san diego's you know all over the place you could you could spend a week there or whatever um but when i get older i i used to think that i wanted to like move to mexico or somewhere where it's fairly cheap um to retire right i don't know if i want that now maybe but i definitely know that i want to Essentially, like Airbnb places for like two weeks to a month, mm. you know, and really explore cities rather than just say I've been there. Right. So, because I think some of my best trips are the ones that you slow down and you take a breath and you get to see a whole bunch of stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can say I've been to Chicago, but really I've only had layo- layovers in yeah, Chicago. Exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and yeah, I ate the airport pizza, which honestly was really good, but <laughs> I'm sure it's nothing yeah. in comparison, yeah. right? Yeah.
1: To actually seeing the city. Yeah. <laughs> yep but yeah travel I think it's good
0: all right well, uh, that's what we're gonna do for this week is talk about our vacations and such, yeah, and the importance of getting your kids Traveling out there and, kids, yep. and uh, showing them the world a little bit and what it's yeah, all about, absolutely, yeah, and uh
1: what is your parting words of wisdom, Ray?
0: Well, I would say, <laughs> don't you wish? That you knew you were experiencing the good times?
1: <laughs> the, the good old days? The good old days? Yeah, before you left the good old days, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Before you left them? Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's why, I mean, you, you know, I think about uh, when, when I was young, my dad told me, the older you get, the faster time goes. And, you know, I mean, because you think about it, like, when you were in elementary school, summer break seemed like an eternity. It did. You know? And now... It's it, it's hard to keep track of years, man. Yeah, like, summer break could have been yeah, a year long. Yeah, honestly. But I mean, I really feel like once you have kids, time goes way faster.
0: Yes, you know, and, or at least it, it's how you perceive, yeah. right? You know, and and uh, I, I've I've been experiencing that too. Like, um, that's kind of why I proposed that question, you know, because uh, traditionally, you know. Yeah, I've taken my kids to some places, but it's definitely not all of the places I want to take them. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, I want to. I my one kid, he wants to see the Statue of Liberty. Did mm-hmm. a book report. Oh, I think it was last year in school on uh, New York, right? And he has like six places in New York that he wants to go to mm-hmm. already, and we don't even have a trip planned. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. So. Yeah. How old is uh, Chris? Nine. Nine. Yeah. So I mean, if you because you can't really count eighteen, right? Because eighteen kids want to leave and do their own thing, right? Right. So I mean, really, you only got eight more. If you only do one vacation a year, you only got eight more. Eight more vacations, right? So I mean, you start counting down vacations. Like that's only eight, man. Yeah. It's not that many, right? So, yeah, that time goes off a quick. You know, you got to get it. You got to get it done when when it's time. I guess you know, like, and you as can't far, wait.
0: As far as kids go, we're living the good old days right now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. So, <laughs> parents, be patient. Be patient with your kids. Take them out. Yeah. Teach them stuff.
1: Yeah. Get new experiences for sure.
0: Even if you don't know how to fish, yeah. you, you can YouTube that. Absolutely. You can YouTube anything. Yeah. So, all right, Jason. All right, we're gonna get out of here.
1: We'll see you next week. That was good to tell your friends about the show.